Welcome to Liberate Your People Pleaser. I am Brenda Florida, certified life coach, and you might be a people pleaser if you tend to prioritize other people's wants and needs over your own. If you're the peacemaker, if you're always trying to create harmony with the people that you work with and live with, you probably are also an amazing problem solver. You have great intuition and you're probably an empath or at least have great skills of empathy. And the reason why I call this liberate your people pleaser and not fix your people pleaser is there's nothing to fix. There's nothing wrong with you. These are fantastic qualities that you have, really superpowers that you just naturally possess and instinctively use. And what gets problematic about them is when they get turned around on other people all the time and not on yourself. And what do I mean by that? Empathy. You can understand how another person feels, you understand their perspective, or you can put yourself in their shoes. And when you do that, you may be prone to giving up your own feelings, your own position, your own perspective, and you make theirs more important. So you're prioritizing what they feel or think or their position over your own. And that's when things start to go awry for us. And so in this podcast, each episode, we'll talk about different ways that we can pour up those great skills that we have and use them for ourselves first and then give to others out of that fullness rather than prioritizing everyone else. So it doesn't make us selfish when we stop prioritizing everybody else. What it does is allows us to have the power that we need internally, the confidence and the clarity that we need internally to then go impact the world in an even more powerful way. So I'm Brenda Florida, certified life coach, and I'm so glad you're with us. Let's liberate your people pleaser. Welcome to this episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and today we're going to talk about success. So I wonder what success means to you and how you define it. And then as we get through to that, I wonder if those definitions and those sort of um, milestones or markers are actually your own or someone else's. It is so easy as a people pleaser to get devoted to other people's agenda or their idea of what success is. The idea of building someone else's kingdom instead of your own. And I was, uh, you know, super guilty of this, especially early on in my career. I think partially because I wasn't even owning my own ability to be successful. I had a lot of imposter syndrome. I had a lot of insecurities around who I was and how I, you know, what my level of success was in business. And so I often kind of thought I was just lucky, you know, I was just in the right place at the right time or, um, you know, whatever any of those phrases are that we come into that we don't really own our expertise and own 
our success in what we're doing or we get stuck in doing something because someone else wants it to. So maybe if you're an employee, you get stuck in a track, a department or a promotional track that is just, that's the way the company has it set up, right? But that doesn't mean it really fits with what you want or you know where you're best suited to or what gives you the most enjoyment and pleasure out of your work. And so sometimes that means, you know, that could mean not taking a promotion because the promotion isn't really a job that you want to do, or, you know, it could mean changing departments if you're in a big company or even in your own business, we can get stuck in, especially if something is successful in continuing to do that, offer that or give that product or have that as your niche or, you know, whatever your business is because it's successful, but you've outgrown it. So it's no longer giving you the pleasure and real measure of success that you want because success surely does not mean we're bored or we're overly stressed or we don't like what we're doing, even though people like to buy our product or whatever, you know, that can't be the definition of success, but it is a way that we get stuck in things. So it could be your own idea of what success should look like and then realizing that's not your own. It could be somebody else's idea of success, a business partner, a, a spouse, you know, you could, if you're an employee, it could be what your employer thinks success is. And I just want to encourage you today to really allow yourself to consider, you know, you've probably noticed a theme in many of our Liberate Your People Pleaser episodes where I'm trying to get you to tune into yourself and sort of drop all those expectations and ideas of others and think, okay, wait a minute, what do I really want? What, like I, for instance, in, once in my career, at the end of my real estate career, I was managing a large office for a large real estate company. And I loved that. I loved the office I was managing, the people I was managing. It was kind of a nice amount of, um, you know, challenge, but not, I don't know, overly stressful, an amount of stress that I was accustomed to. I've managed a lot of real estate offices. I had never managed one that large. So one that large kind of gave me some new challenges, but I had in my head that I wanted the next level up, which was regional president. And so when there was an opening, of course, I started lobbying the owners of the company to take that position, which I got. And then I did that job and I didn't actually love that job. And as it turned out, there was a falling out and I didn't end up staying in that job for very long. But it was a great lesson for me because I realized that being the regional president was a dream that I had about five years before I went to work for this company, oh, I worked for them once before and then I left them and then came back. And when I came back to manage this big office, I let that dream sort of just like pick off, pick up where I left off with it, which was that, you know, I wanted to be a regional president. And what happened, I realized in hindsight was, you know, over the five years that I wasn't working for them, I grew and changed a lot. And so really who I had become 
that regional president's job wasn't very suited to like just the task, like it was a great job, whatever, but the tasks that I was doing my day-to-day -day life in it were not really in the places where I loved doing my work. Okay. Actually the management job was probably better suited to me. And by then I was really moving into this wanting to be coaching full-time and doing speaking and um, things like that. So really I was growing out of the whole thing. Okay. But it was just a very interesting experience to realize I had let kind of an old dream carry over and hadn't considered that maybe today I wouldn't want that job. So like I've done in so many episodes, I really want you to take yourself wherever you're at today and consider what are my, you know, what, what are the things I really like to do? And this doesn't have to be just, you know, um, work oriented. I mean, we can have what a success in a relationship look like, what a success in your family look like, what a success for who you are, the amount of time you have to just be, you know, work on those spiritual aspects of yourself and the, the part of you that is growing and expanding into who you can become. I know I would not consider myself successful, even if I was making lots of money and had lots of clients and, you know, doing very well speaking, very famous on Oprah, Super Soul Sunday. If I, it created so much busyness for me, or I didn't have enough boundaries around busyness, which is what happens a lot if people get really, you know, sort of famous like that. And I was neglecting my time for solitude, my time for, you know, journaling and meditating and the things I do as part of my spiritual practice, because at the end of the day, ultimate success for me in my life is to become the greatest expression of the divine as me, you know, to me, my belief is that each one of us is an aspect of the divine, like a wave is an aspect of the ocean. Okay. So I think my number one job on this earth is to become the biggest, best wave that I can possibly be as a part of that ocean. And that takes a certain amount of time in solitude and meditation and journaling and things that for me are part of that spiritual practice. And if I were to just work, 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 and yeah, maybe I'd make a lot more money and maybe I'd be more famous or whatever, then that would not be success to me because it's the whole me. It's ever. I am. There's really no compartmentalizing. We tend to think that we can compartmentalize off parts of our life. And it really doesn't work that way because everything affects everything. So I want you just to really ponder and maybe just find some areas in your life right now or one that you might be feeling some discomfort in because I think that that discomfort is always a sign that there's something here that maybe isn't a good fit for you. Maybe it used to be, but maybe it's not anymore. And really thinking, okay, what is it that I want now? Um, and noticing, did I buy into this because it was what somebody else wanted for me? That always happens. We always have to consider um, with whatever we want, whenever we're having stress, you know, or um, let alone, you know, anxiety and depression and things like that, we have to look to that area of our life where it seems to be coming from. And probably there's something there that we either don't want and we're making ourselves do it, stay engaged in it, or we maybe wanted it at one time 
and now we've grown out of it, or it was somebody else's idea of what would be good for us and we've gone along with it because something's out of whack there. You know, it's not a want anymore because the things we want, those are the things, you know, you'll get up early for, those are the things that you get excited about. And, you know, sure, there are days or moments in the day or whatever where there are aspects of it that aren't that fun. For instance, I love having a podcast. My favorite part is not when I go into iMovie and start editing and having to do the production aspects of getting this podcast from when I record it to you seeing it, okay? So sure, it's like having children. I didn't love changing dirty diapers, but I loved being a mother. So, you know, don't get too extremist with this. You know in your heart the things that light you up and the things that don't. And the things that are giving you discomfort or you just know they aren't lighting you up anymore this is the way to come at them and say okay so what is it I, have i changed have i bought into somebody else's idea of it have i given it power and i think i can't change it now you know or what's happening there for me and then once you realize what's gotten out of whack you can start getting it back into alignment with wherever you're at now. All right. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. And as always, feel free to ask me a question in the show notes. There's the link that you can ask me questions. Um, or if you're just kind of stuck on a discernment, like how do I know, you know, if I'm just in the dirty diapers part of it, or if I really don't want to be a mother, you know, that kind of thing, be sure and, you know, feel free to ask me that or put something in the comments because whatever your question is, somebody else has it. And when I answer it, it will benefit everyone in the community. So I love you. Thank you for being here with this episode of Liberate Your People. Please, Thank you for joining me for another episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I've got some extra bonuses for you today. So check out the show notes. You will see a link to download my free training. This is the newest training I have. It's called People Pleasers Power Training. It's a video series and worksheet that will take you through a very specific process where you will take your power back from a relationship or a situation that has you feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, frustrated, angry, all of the above. So grab that. I also have people ask me about how they actually work with me. And so the easiest way to do that is to book a 15 minute call. So you'll see that link in the show notes and we'll have a conversation about whether now is the right time, whether I'm the right coach and how you would like to engage in that with me. There's also the link to my private Facebook group, Liberate Your People Pleaser. It's a great place to get additional resources and be in a like-minded community. You can also submit a question through the show notes. There's a link for you to tell me what it is that you're wondering, a topic you'd like for me to address on a future episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. So thank you for being here as always. If you can take the time to do it, I love it. If you put a five-star review on the podcast server that you get this podcast from, that always helps us get out to more listeners. So thank you so much. And thank you for being with me on the journey to liberate our people pleasers.